Welcome to Pop Culture Roulette for all your pop culture needs. We're America's Podcast. Well, that's what they tell us anyways. That's true. One day it'll be true. One day. One day. Write it on the, write it on the board. sorts of people not just each other not just <laughs> not just the guys over the wrap it up podcast oh shout out, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> well i mean you know they they did us a solid by having me on there yeah yeah i i uh i should we should i i should probably try to get him to interview one or both of you guys as well that, right. that way he doesn't get just my side of it <laughs> I, I trust your experiences. <laughs> the amount we remember from that is probably... Well, you know, I mean, there's entirely a uh, good chance that I threw both of you under all kinds of all kinds of buses. Yeah, but no one knows my body was hurting. <laughs> like, there's a bus. Yoink! Yeah, I was just... I'd be like, oh, I was just looking for something to do, so here I am. <laughs> yeah. I would attempt to explain my process, but I kind of just hit record and black out, and I don't know how it happens. So, um. All right. Well, um, I teased the story. So if you've listened to the interview before you listen to this podcast, mm-hmm. you know that there's a story coming up here. Mm-hmm. But if you've listened to this before you hear the interview, then you knew I was about to do this. You know, then, then I've ruined something from the interview. But, Justin... Yep. Story came out this week. You and I are going to have to work on something for our friend Jeremy here. All right. A particular actress came out and said she wants to date a normal person, not a Hollywood type. So he's out. But he's not a Hollywood type. <laughs> Once they, he ain't normal. <laughs> well, I mean, I think she meant more like civilian. Okay. Yeah, this is our way into being All the right. Hollywood type. I'll take a note. Who am I looking for? It here? was a, hopefully a very loose definition of the word normal. Well, I think she, like I said, yeah. I think the actress meant not somebody who's already yeah. in the industry. Right. We so we can get Jeremy to hook up with her. Uh huh. Boom! We are in the industry. Perfect. Coattails riding all the way. <laughs> now, granted, Jeremy does have to take a bullet. Oh. Actually, it's gonna be a real good bullet. Jennifer Aniston. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, sure. Yeah. Where do I sign up for this? <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I don't know. I don't know what service she's on. but Well, Jennifer, if you're J- listening. J- datejen.com. <laughs> I don't know if she's on Tinder or... Farmers only. She farm wants normal only. people. That's <laughs> yeah. one of them, you know, country boys. I could be whatever you want me to be, Jennifer. <laughs> I'm very good at following orders, so hit me up. Yeah. Mediapodsmash at gmail.com. <laughs> I, I just thought, you know, I saw that and I was like, well, see, I, I've been married for 10 years, so I'm out. And Justin's essentially married. Uh, <laughs> but for Aniston, this, this, this reminds me of that discussion we had in the past about how Britney Spears wanted to date a nerd. 
And then the, I would think I was also considered for that one, too, and that didn't pan out. Well, really what it comes down to is that because I'm not single. Yeah. And you are. Right. That's really Anytime this happens, this is, <laughs> this is, this is what's going to happen. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that and I figured you wouldn't, like, you wouldn't, like, uh, be like, no. No, I will not. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a pretty good bet. So, uh, I mean, just because there's no way of transitioning stories just a couple of news items up up top before we get to what everybody's coming here for right especially this week yeah um did you guys hear about the christopher nolan um deal i did not no okay he signed a deal with a studio that is insane okay Um, no okay he was with warner brothers and now he's with universal okay um so it's it's um he was so mad about the HBO like having uh, Tenet put on streaming mm-hmm. without it really getting a full theatrical release. Yeah. Um. That that he like he really like he he went on a whole rant about how HBO is the worst streaming service. Mm. Which I would say I'm going to disagree with him, man. I really yeah. go, I'm really go back HBO and check Max. check out our uh, streaming bracket. We'll tell you which one's the worst. And it wasn't <laughs> HBO Max. Yeah. yeah. He's obviously never used the Yahoo Screen app. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't listen to this podcast. Or listen to us. <laughs> yeah. Um. But so his new deal is. He uh, has now a 100-day theatrical window. Okay. Um, guaranteed $100 million budgets with an equal marketing budget. So, wow. like, And probably more. Um, he gets 20% of the first dollar gross. And a blackout studio, a blackout period where that studio, whichever studio mm-hmm. he signed with, and I want to say it was Universal, is not allowed to release a theatrical movie Three weeks before or after his movie. Wow, that's a pretty good deal he's got there. <laughs> like, I mean, like you can't I, release anything; just my stuff. <laughs> and 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 I get that he makes movies that he you know he wants them to be seen in a certain way, and you know he's given he's gotten to a point with his career that he has a fair amount of latitude and he can pretty much just direct whatever he wants. But at the same time, like. I mean, you take the Batman movies away, and and where does he really stand? I mean, yeah, Memento was an incredible film, but mm-hmm. like, is that the kind of movie that gets you this kind of latitude? Well, I mean, no. What about like the Interstellar? And I, see, I never got around to seeing Interstellar. I didn't either. I mean, <laughs> but it looked I, it looked like a massively epic uh, movie. Um, I did really like what was that uh, one where they were oh Inception yeah I did really like Inception I mean that was you know but like I watched Tenet Tenet was it tried it was actively trying to confuse you uh, to the point where like it was just kind of annoying mm-hmm. like you know so many people were like I didn't understand it well no it, it's because he didn't want you to understand it. <laughs> uh, he intentionally did things that were like just to try to confuse the audience Uh, like i didn't like it i thought it was bloated i thought it was really it just eh, whatever i just i don't know if there's any director worth that kind of like control over one studio like you can't release a movie three weeks before or after or like i mean what if he makes a movie that you know because there's a lot of directors that have made a movie Mm -hmm. that have thought this movie is awesome and then it came out and we all went 
well, that sucks. <laughs> That's terrible. And and because they signed this deal, yeah. like they have to leave it in the theaters for 100 days? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of crappy. Like, you know, they, Is this like opening the door for more deals like that, you think? Yeah, I mean, I think you have to be a director on the level of, of Nolan or, or higher than mm-hmm. Nolan. I mean, you would have to be a Spielberg yeah. or, or somebody like that. Or like that. a Smith, maybe. I'm not even sure. <laughs> I was going to say, I was gonna say Bay. <laughs> yeah, explosions. <laughs> Maybe just because his movies make money. Yeah. I mean, they're not necessarily classified as as you know good movies. No, but, but they yeah. make money. But they make yeah. money. So, yeah, he, Stallone and his Expendables. I don't think the last Expendables made all that much money. So, <laughs> Stallone is hit or miss. I don't know. Like, I mean, Eastwood might have the uh, the clout, but I don't think his movies make the kind of money that. You know, I think you gotta have a Spielberg or a Bay name where like Spielberg could clap his name on just about anything, and it's gonna, you know, it's guaranteed. You know, number one movie opening on the weekend, and you know, hundred million dollars first weekend. Kind of yeah. like, uh, kind of like Marvel is right now. Like, yeah, that's a Marvel movie. No, it's not. It, it, that says Batman. That's Marvel. <laughs> Mar- <laughs> Marvel presents Batman. <laughs> uh, DC can't get it right. We'll do it. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that if other directors like start to try to get in on and make contracts. That yeah, could be a really slippery slope to go down to yeah. the directors. Yeah. Uve Bull shows up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I got some great video game movies coming I'm up. I'm not Shyamalan comes in there. Yeah. Here's the twist. <laughs> I I tell you, I haven't I didn't see old. But what was that one he did uh, the last one he did before that? Um well, I thought Split was really good. Oh yeah, Split was good. I like Split. Yeah. And then what was the one where he did where all all of them came together? It was oh, where the, they, was that Glass? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that one was pretty interesting. It could. I been, like all three of those movies. It could have been better, but I, I mean, it was you know not as bad as some of the other movies he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. And then what was that with the visit? The one where they went to Grandma's house? I yeah. thought that one was pretty good. So he's he's starting to like I thought he kind of turned it around. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had that little in between period where, you know, there's a couple clunkers, but <laughs> yeah, after Earth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I'm not even sure that was his. I mean, I know he directed it, but mm-hmm. like I, I get the feeling that uh, there was some other hands in that cookie jar. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Uh. But yeah, I'm gonna guess that M Night Shyamalan shows up and tries to demand this kind of deal from the studio. And the studio just picks up the phone and goes, security? <laughs> yeah, no. no. No, no, He's sitting in front of me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they'd be laughing in his face. They, they wouldn't be able to pick the phone up. You want what now? Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, buddy. He thinks he's Nolan. Oh, a... that's cute. <laughs> Tase him. What a twist. <laughs> what a twist. I, I just, I wonder, like, what, I mean... I mean, I assume that other... Like, the only reason that the movie studios took him seriously is that, like, you know, he probably... He went in and said, I want this, and they... You know, the first studio was like, <laughs> right, like, we're going to offer that to you. And then he went over to the second studio, and they were like, mm, all right. And then, so the first studio was like, never mind, we were kidding. Oh, that, that guy who laughed at you, he's... he's we fired him. <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come back. Yeah. And, and, you know... Because if one studio is willing to do it, the rest of them are going to be like, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll do it too. Yeah, we'll match them. Yeah, even though, like, you know, like some of the bigger studios are going to be like, like, 
Well, the only studio I could see going, get out of here, would be Disney. Like, mm-hmm. Disney would be like, I don't care who you think you are. Yeah. We are bigger than every director. <laughs> like, yeah. What, yeah what, our, what Marvel movie are you doing? Oh, none? <laughs> yeah, go away. Yeah, but our name sells tickets. The director's names do not. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> True. Like, we put Disney Presents, not Michael Bay Presents. <laughs> Go away. Yeah. <laughs> Disney presents a Michael Bay film. Well, that could be fun. That'd be a lot of explosions. You know, like an <sighs> adult version of Cars. Mm. No. Let them all wreck. Do an animated Expendables, but like Mickey is the still alone character. <laughs> nice. I would watch that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to see that now. Um. I feel like I know how how you are going to respond to this one. Okay. But I'm curious to know how you are going to respond to it. Probably in anger and rage. Or sleepy and hungry. That is pretty much it. All you get out of me. The only two options we have. Laugh or cry. You've seen the original Lost Boys, right? No. No? Uh Uh-uh. Okay, then. You are not going to have a response to this. You, however, yeah. I know have seen it. Yeah, I have. You enjoy it. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's, yeah, it's a great a, movie. higher up yeah. on your list. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen the sequels. No. I, I haven't either. No. I've heard they're not worth... Apparently, they're uh, actively in the process of about to do a remake. Okay. Like, to the point where they've hired scriptwriters, uh, a director. I'm surprised they haven't tried already, actually. Um, uh, the kid from A Quiet Place. Okay. Um, the boy from Quiet Place. Yeah. Not the, not the girl. And uh, one of the kids from It. Um, I'm, I'm not... Finn Wolfhard? Not him. Okay. No. Uh, Tommy? Okay. I think was the one. Yeah, one One of the kids from It that wasn't already, like, like super famous from Stranger Things. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Are going to be the two boys from, from, like, the, you know, the friends, I guess. And so yeah. they haven't really announced the other, other cast. I personally hope, though, mm-hmm. there is one cast member they keep the same. Okay. And that's the oily saxophone guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> like, everybody else, you got a new Kiefer, a new, you know, yeah. new other guys, yeah. you know. But you know. the oily saxophone guy. The oily saxophone guy. <laughs> that's a must. <laughs> All right, you need to watch Lost Boys. It's a classic 80s horror film. Yeah. Um, horror being a bit on the looser side. Right. With, you know, it's it's um, one of Joel Schumacher's films. Oh, that guy! Yeah, cross <laughs> <laughs> that off the list. <laughs> you actually look at his filmography, except for the one or two movies. Most of his movies are actually pretty decent, mm-hmm. or if not good. But yeah, so like, what is it? It's uh, you got the Corys, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they meet up with. So I wonder if these two kids are going to be the Corys. Yeah, and then they'll have some newcomer be the the. The guy that they befriend, and then what? Kiefer mm-hmm. was one of the vampires, and then there was some other. Yeah, there was like a yeah, but there was a scene people. that only would exist in an '80s movie. And outside of the '80s, I don't know if you could have this scene and have it make sense. They're at a concert. There's this massive buff guy who is playing the saxophone, like rocking out with the saxophone. And they focus on him for a good couple of minutes, like while they're at this concert. Like the camera just focuses in on him, <laughs> while he is just—I mean, we're talking like an '80s Schwarzenegger style big, like just right. 
massive muscle, like just going to town on the saxophone. Mm-hmm. Does not matter for the rest of the movie. It makes no sense as to why that scene is there. But they he, feature. They, they owed someone a favor? I guess. I don't know. Like, <laughs> or that guy showed up and he was like, I'm going to be in the movie. I'm <laughs> I, going to play, I play saxophone. I'm going to play the saxophone. Put this guy in the movie. I think he might murder us. Look at the size of him compared yeah. to the rest of us. Let him do what he wants. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're wondering what I was watching that time you walked in on me and no. I turned the TV off really quick, I, that's what it was. Okay. Oily saxophone. Oily saxophone guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh, sure, sure, that's what it was. <laughs> um, well, for time, I think we're going to skip the other story, so we'll come back to that next week. No. Um. We we were I had wrote if we didn't have any other content that we would talk about the Dancing with Stars cast list. Okay. Cause oh boy. Because I know we've done it before, where our our discussion at the end of it was like, are these really stars? <laughs> yeah. I look forward to that next week then. So we'll we'll have to uh, maybe I'll have to write some things down and because they they actually seem to got some some stars, but we'll hmm. we'll talk about okay. that. Okay. So let's get to what. We- we did have some sad news too yeah. in the pop culture world. Yeah, yeah, the, the tragic passing of Norm Macdonald. That sucks. I feel like we got to bring that one up. That did hurt. That hurt yeah. bad. That like came out of nowhere. Yeah, uh, he apparently been battling cancer for nine years and nobody knew. Like, yeah, he, he kept it quiet. Yeah, but I mean that does explain like, like when he was on the middle a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. like I, it felt like he looked different. Yeah, and it explains why he why I thought that because apparently he was in the middle of fighting cancer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he, on his YouTube channel, he did like a quarantine show in 2020. So I'm guessing that was probably like the last bit of footage that he did on on his own. And you can yeah, definitely see in that too. It's just like, oh man, it looks a little rough. I I watched a few Norm Macdonald clips this week. Yeah. I watched where he was on uh, Conan. With uh, Courtney Thorne Smith, so like yeah. in, in the mid '90s when when she was still on Melrose Place, oh that that clip had me dying. I was oh I was so, but it, it remind reminds me of like that was back when Weekend Update was worth watching. Like mm-hmm. we watched it every week because Norm was just so good at it. Yeah. Yeah, and then some of his other like his voice work too. Mm-hmm. I, well, like the first ones I thought it was dirty work. Yeah. yeah. And then Mike Tyson's mysteries of him as the pigeon, just because that's one of the more recent things I remember him in. Yeah. One of my favorite things to revisit with Norm Macdonald is a recent thing he did um, when he was doing the YouTube series, the live podcast that he had for a while. He hosted the YouTube Awards one year, and he was with two other like random YouTubers who I have no idea and I'm sure he didn't know him either and he was just trolling the whole time and just like making a mockery of the whole award show it's definitely worth looking that up if you have a chance do you I can't remember your feeling on the ESPYs I don't really watch them okay I don't really watch any award show the the ESPYs bunch of rich people getting awards it was where's those common folks awards it was early in the run of the ESPYs. It was in in the early, It was in the mid to late nineties, and they had Norm come out and host it. Yeah. And I think they didn't know what they were getting when they had Norm McDonald do it. Uh, they were playing bits of it on Bob and Brian this week. Oh my God! It was so funny because like he didn't care. Mm-hmm. Like he truly was just yeah. like he was going to do whatever he yeah. wanted, and like the level of like just 
comedy that he threw down at the expense of the athletes in the room. Like, I, you could tell some of them were getting it, but I would love to watch the video of it because I'm going to guess there was a fair amount of the crowd that didn't understand what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But his deadpan delivery and... Like, mm-hmm. there's a reason why he was on David Letterman all the time. Yeah. There's a reason why Conan had him on all the time. Right. Because, the like, they, they both loved the hell out of him mm-hmm. in that they never knew what they were going to get. Yeah. And they never knew what he was going to do with the other guests. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Funny dude. All right. So, uh, any, other, any other news? Any, mm. any pop culture things that have come along? Not really. Um... I, yeah, nothing on my radar. Yeah, no, that's the only big one I had. I mean, I would try to review Shang Chi, but I'm the only one who's seen it, so I'll I'll get on that. <laughs> I'm it's, just happy that I watched AGT. <laughs> so, well, speaking of AGT, well, yeah. it's time for. I don't even remember what I used to say here. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's no. what you used to say. But. <laughs> oh, it's time for. America's podcast to recap America's Got Talent. All right, well. Brain fart. Um, so you guys didn't watch the semifinal? I watched the performances. I didn't watch the results. Okay. I looked the results up later. And I, yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll just cut through those real fast because we'll get to the what everybody's here for, the finals. Mm-hmm. Um, so the semifinals started with one accord doing Police's Every Breath You Take. Um, I said it wasn't for me. I, Sounds I, awful. I don't watch any of these. It was it was decent. Yeah. I thought it was decent. Heidi said that they did it better than Stank. Yeah. Honestly, Simon should have looked over at her and said, "You're fired. Get the fuck off my stage." <laughs> yeah, I said, that, you, that, you, that you, you, no longer a judge. You're out. How dare you? You're fired. Get the fuck out. Yeah. No, I. You think I'm kidding? I'm not. You're, get go. I am surprised that she said that. That's yeah. Um, then we had Unicycle Flow. Yeah. It was a big step up from their last performance, but. Still, yeah, mm. not enough for a sixty-minute performance. Um, Leah Kyle, uh, I felt made a huge step back. I'm, we'll get there, and, and there's some spoilers here. Okay, I'm surprised that she made it past. Is this the one that was like kind of naturey? Yeah, yeah. Because there was a couple of really big mistakes. Yeah, like so, I'm kind of shocked that that she got the vote. Uh, Kabir Singh, oh, dude, he fell apart. That was rough. He yeah. fell apart. I yeah. thought he had a chance to. To really maybe go all the way, but yeah, he was nervous. Yeah, nerves got the better of him because he just who. Yeah. Uh, um, Northwell nurses, weakest performance yet. I mean, they just every week they were on, they got worse. Yeah, <laughs> and, and <laughs> that one I agree with. <laughs> you know, they they get back to work, nurses. It's, I'm not even saying that. Like, no, I'm, not, I know. I'm not even. I'm not shaming them, but I know. it's just like. <laughs> Like I mean, like just, again, it wasn't good. Again, I mean, part of it's I don't like choir performances, yeah, but the yeah. other part of it is, we've seen good choirs. Yeah, yeah. you know, with with the Detroit Youth Choir from yeah. a couple years ago, mm-hmm. like they got better or stayed the same mm-hmm. every time. Yeah, but these guys, the Northwell nurses, it's just like that. You're you're getting as they got as far as they did based solely on the fact that they had the story. They were the nurses. If this was not 
2021. Yeah. Say this is 2024, mm-hmm. and a nurse choir is like, oh, man, well, this is this is when we really formed during the pandemic. People mm-hmm. are going to be like, that's three years ago. Nobody cares. Your performance is bad. <laughs> we got and, way worse problems now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, Peter Antonio, who I had been a fan of in, in up until then, but his performance just was weird. What did he do? Um, I don't even remember, but I remember... Oh, he was he had him like pick pictures and like he was like uh, described but he totally miffed yeah. on on the Heidi one. Not that's the Heidi right. one, the Sophia one. The Sophia one. one, yeah. And I think that that's what got him, you know, like when you mess up like that much of your trick, like Yeah. <laughs> and I mean part of it's like just just don't go to Sophia for stuff like that. Like <laughs> but, but I I mean I you know, whatever however they were supposed to pick pictures. Yeah. So that he, you know, they were, you know, she picked the wrong one. Yeah. Or, you and he know. just had to kind of gloss right. over that. Yeah, because he just, uh, Victory Brinker, uh, just no. <laughs> no. Just no. Okay. No, please. All right. Uh, chap kids, uh, <laughs> seriously, dance groups are boring. Yeah, how'd they how, get in there again? I don't understand how they got that far. Yeah. Uh, Real Chris, that's the three brothers doing the, the, Dude, that that is just an insane level of talent. Yeah, like the was, <laughs> they are doing stuff that like is mind-boggling that their bodies could do that. Yeah, that's I mean, for sure. That's very impressive. I expect that they'll get jobs with uh, Cirque du Soleil or yeah, some sort of circus because you know that's the kind of you know they'll they'll find a job. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Josh Blue, that was Man. a good set. Yeah, so good. Yeah, was that the soccer one? Or the Paralympics. I can't remember if that was the that I just remember it was really funny. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I assume that was because that's not anything you covered in the finale. Okay. One. Okay. okay. Uh, and then Brooke Simpson, I thought she just knocked it out of the park. Um, I don't. Rem- I didn't write down what she sung, yeah. but I I wrote that she was very. I just wrote really good yet again. Yeah. Okay. Um. For the the save, it was Leah Kyle, Unicycle Flow, and Victory Brinker. I mean, come on. I mean, it was so obvious. Like, as soon as that they said it, the Unicycle people should have been like, Get on our bikes and roll out. <laughs> we'll just we'll just leave. I, <laughs> yeah, right. We see how this is going. I mean. Um, so then it went to the nurses versus one accord. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously. Like, this is the one time where, like, when they say neither of you was what I was hoping for, right? Um, and but I also said they'll never do that again after last time, which in a second here, yeah. Um, it was a bad choice, but I mean the nurses went through. Yeah. I, so the nurses were in the final. Uh, I wrote down Heidi and Sophia. Their my outfits must have been something <laughs> else that day. Um, okay. So you didn't watch the results? Neither of you watched the results for the semifinals? No, no. I didn't watch any of the stuff for the semifinals. So they pulled out Kabir Singh versus Rial Chris. And I was like, okay, this could go either way because Kabir Singh has been good. Mm-hmm. So he might get votes based on previous performances and you know, kind of a fan base. But Rial Chris had a really strong performance. And then they did the one thing that I thought they were never going to do again. And Terry went, neither of you. 
both get off the stage. <laughs> That's such a shitty thing to do. Like, <laughs> when they did that a couple years ago, the internet exploded with like, "How dare you!" Yeah. So I was I was shocked that they did it again, but the internet didn't really explode this time. <laughs> so that's maybe because they had done it before. People were like, "Yeah, yeah, I've seen it." <laughs> Simpsons seen it. did it. Yeah. Um. So then we went to. Um, Brooke Simpson versus Chap Kids. Uh, Brooke Simpson got in, and I wrote the most right choice of the season. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. Um, All right. That's also when when uh, Simon said something that kind of was stupid and made me a little mad, where he, he was so mad that the Chap Kids were going home. He's like, I almost think that I should institute a wild card for the finals. Cause like you know he was like he was like the chap kids you know because he told them that like he thought they could win it all and they were oh, so yeah. so good and so and I was like Simon you might be seeing something that the rest of us aren't because yeah. I didn't was not impressed yeah. by them at all how many times did, throughout this did they say that was the best of the night that episode <laughs> almost everybody it seems like, like yeah, it yeah um, so then it was Josh Blue versus Peter Antonio um, I mean Josh Blue was the right choice between the two based off the performances. Yeah. But honestly, like, Peter should have gone in over the nurses. I, I Then I wrote, or whoever wins the save, because at that point I didn't know. Leah Kyle won the save somehow. I think that because she's a um, attractive blonde... Like I said, based on her appearance. Yeah, because her performance... I, I do wonder if that was one of the bigger shocks of the season, Leah Kyle winning the save, especially over Victory Brinker. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Maybe people just keep saving her, waiting for a malfunction. Yeah. Maybe. It's got to happen eventually. <laughs> There's only so many layers. Um, yeah. And then they actually voted 3-1 to one for Victory Brinker, which was stupid. Who said no? Um, one of the... One of the girls. No. Oh. I th- yeah, I think it was one of the... Do you remember? I don't remember. Oh, okay. But... Huh. I think it was one of the girls, actually. But... But, yeah, so that's the semifinal. How does the quick change stuff work, though? Because I don't I don't know. It. I don't understand it, either, because... Normally, I can kind of figure it, because, like, there's multiple outfits under yeah. the one outfit. Yeah. And the outfits increasingly get smaller yeah. as the perform... Or... There's something that they're doing when they're because a lot of them like always like bring that curtain up over yeah. them and then bring it back down. Mm-hmm. She's doing it there in front of you. Yeah, I, um, it's weird. Some of it I've noticed was like like breakaway fabric. Like there's some sort of like string she can pull mm-hmm. that like makes you know certain something unroll, some, yeah. something unroll. But some of it was just like. Going from like a small dress mm-hmm. to like a really big dress, yeah, right there in front of you, yeah, it's weird. And I, I, so like she, when they say that she's the best quick change artist that they've ever had on the show, it, I don't disagree with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I did. The only reason I was, you know, I want to say it should be based off the performance of the night. Mm-hmm. If both performances are somewhat equal, then you go through the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. But you know, based off of that night, I don't know. I mean. You know, when you're a magician and you make a mistake, mm-hmm. like, it sent Peter and Antonio home. Yeah. And it somehow she got the save. Yeah. It's because so, Heidi just loves her so much. It's true. 
So then we get to the finale. Hey, that's when I got no time. All right. Um, so Jimmy Herod went first. Yes, he sang What a Wonderful World. Um, I would love if somebody would do some sort of math for me. Um, I'm not expecting it out of either of you. <laughs> That's good. Um, but I would love to know, when it comes to any of the live performances of AGT, or even like American Idol or The Voice or any of the call-in shows where... You know, they have like 10 acts or however many acts a night. And then, you know, people have to vote. What the percentage of the first person going actually getting through to the live round, getting through to the next round over or winning the whole thing? Because mm-hmm. I feel like going first is a huge disadvantage on a two-hour show. Yeah. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, people are you know, might forget you. Yeah. Or they're not, they don't. Like, unless you just blow them out of the water or they're only watching it to vote for you. Right. People are going to hold back their votes. Unless they take notes. Unless, yeah, unless they take notes. And most people probably don't. Unless they're running a a podcast. Um, (laughs) Yeah. um, But I I just, I wrote that it was infinitely forgettable. Like, I just, I'm not a fan of that guy's voice. I I, mean, he's going to have a career on Broadway. I wrote down a good singer. Doesn't move, so he needs to work on his stage presence. Uh, not entertaining enough to be a headlining show in Vegas. So, um, like, how many people would regularly pay to see him just stand there and sing songs for movies? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, uh, Leah Kyle, her performance seemed really short. Yeah, but man, did she step up from her last round! Like, mm-hmm. she really did. Yeah, that was cool. See, not seeing her last round, I put, you know, it, does, it doesn't feel like a headliner. Like, kind of the mystery's gone away for it. I don't know if they were the stage hands move, setting up, but you know how she had those panels she was walking in front of when she was changing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She would change, like, right in the middle of the gaps of the panel, and you could see people moving mm. behind her. Oh, I didn't know. So I don't that. know if they were stage crew setting things up or if they were, like, assistants that are, like, pulling something to get the dress to go. Mm-hmm. But you can see people walking behind her as mm. she's moving. Oh, I, I missed that. Yeah, I didn't see that either. Because no. I was like, is that stagehands or is that Interesting. performer helpers? Um, then we got to Victory Brinker. Um, we all man. know your thoughts on that one. <laughs> I, since we know where you're going, I put talented singer, very bright future, has the ability to be one of the top opera singers when she's older, but just not for me. Yeah, I agree with that. Headlining act in Vegas? I don't think so. No. Those bumpers that they filmed for her annoyed the piss out of me. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, her writing in her diary? Most yeah. of the bumpers they filmed for people annoyed me. I was yeah. like, let's see how sappy you're going to be. Let's see what your sad story's going to be. But bo- the, the overarching uh, thought pattern in my house, which is two people, was that performance was her worst performance of the season. Like, she was awful. And the judges were, like, standing on the table and all like, oh, my God, this was the greatest ever. And I'm like, what are they smoking? Like, mm-hmm. that was terrible compared to what she had done. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Gina Brion, I thought, just killed it. I thought she was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Um, I felt like it was kind of flat to me. Oh, okay. 
Well, that would explain where she finishes then. Yeah, I was like, really good, really good stage presence. Uh, kind of felt like it came up flat. Good opening act, not feeling like a headliner. So maybe because I was so annoyed by Victory Brinker having you know <laughs> somebody with real talent show like, this up. gets terrible the next one that comes out because you're like, yeah, <laughs> this is the best ever. <laughs> um, dude, those World Taekwondo people are impressive, but. I mean, they're not going to win. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I really just, I felt like, and that's like the, like, that's a halftime show at an mm-hmm. NBA game or uh, like a high school that like hires like a, like the inspirational team to come and like, yeah. you know, so like they got a bunch of guys going, oh, when you got to kick something, ha! Huh! <laughs> and then, and then like, you know, give like a motivational speech to like, yeah, that's what it felt like to me. Not, it's, they're very disciplined. And the concentration is amazing. But it was exciting. They had some stumbles in there where you see they they missed boards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the other note I put would be, hate to be the cleanup crew. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know why I wrote this, so she must have said something uh, during the World Taekwondo thing. I wrote, Heidi needs to go. <laughs> wow. It's fair. <laughs> we don't need to know the context. It's yeah, fair. That's fine. Um, I get it. Aiden Bryant, uh, I wrote, that was probably the winning performance right there. Mm. Like, the, he just, like, I was like, wrap it up, I think he just won. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, it's amazing, and the concentration and strength it takes to spin and hang in there, and did not miss a step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he yeah. was just, he was on point with everything he was doing. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, yeah. how is he not puking <laughs> i don't know how any of those guys i get dizzy watching him yeah. there Boozy. must there must be a trick that these guys ha- know that allows them to spin around that fast and not get dizzy mm-hmm. or not puke or or they're just born with a certain level of as soon as that thing stopped spinning i'd be running my ass mm-hmm. i don't even think i could hang on the well, whole time it was spinning I was just you know the, you know those like those camp games or like the youth group building games where like you play dizzy bat like you you run in a line put your yeah. head down on yeah. the bat spin 10 times and then try to run back yeah no like everybody's like you know wibbling and wobbling and falling over mm-hmm. like somehow i get the feeling like he would just be, run spin yeah. and then run and you'd be like how how all right that guy doesn't get dizzy Get him an aerialist set up. This guy. <laughs> Go get some sheets. <laughs> Go spin around. All right. Then we went to Brooke Simpson. Um, she was very good. Um, she did that uh, Bishop Briggs song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I said it was very good, but I had liked her previous performance better. I'm still putting her in the top five. Yeah. Uh, good stage presence. Crazy talented. Needs a recording contract. Has an outstanding chance to win it all. In, and in then a, I also wrote, plus that outfit. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is where we're going to come into some controversy later in the show. Uh, Dustin Tavella. Dude, I felt like that performance was a step back for him. Really? I Wow. I, I did. Like, both Jess and I thought, like, he didn't do as well in the finals mm-hmm. as he had done previously. And like it was, it became way more about the storytelling mm-hmm. than the actual magic. And it's like, mm. like we had a storyteller last year win it, mm-hmm. but that's all he was like a storyteller. Yeah. Like you're a magician. Like yeah. do magic. Yeah. 
and and it just it was, well i don't know well, like i don't necessarily agree with some people who are like it's just exploitative of his kids and he's just blah blah mm-hmm. blah uh but i did feel like that performance was a step back okay I guess I just don't remember the other ones all that well, but I was impressed with yeah. this. I believe he's an excellent storyteller. He had good audience and judge interaction. The one thing I did notice, though, when he had the paper that said give, when he first put it in his hand, you can see him toss it to the side. I don't know if you noticed that. Before yeah. he made all the confetti oh. come out. Oh, no, I you see him just toss. You see him just toss something, no, and then the confetti come. So it's like, did he run? I don't know what he did. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I didn't, I didn't feel like that performance was... As good as some of the ones he had done beforehand, uh, and then Josh Blue came out, and I was—I uh, said um, definitely top three that could have just won it for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but him, like you know, like we talked about earlier, he's like one of those established people. Yeah, he's right. Yeah, even, even them talking about that in his little like backstory they filmed about how far he's traveled and all the clubs he's done. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that that does still kind of like I was pulling for him to win just because I at that point I was like I'd rather have him win than a couple of the other people mm-hmm. that I was afraid were gonna be a, a lot higher up. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, like he won a, a, whatever that comedy show was a few years oh, ago. Last Comic Standing. Yeah, Last Comic yeah. Standing. He's got. A bunch of stand-up performances all over various different uh, streaming services, yeah. and, and you know he's a headliner. Like, and you know maybe not headlining the Pfizer, but he's headlining. You know he's probably doing. Well, there's that comedy club too that we've been talking about going to. Right, like mm-hmm. he could easily sell that out. Right, I'm mm-hmm. guessing he's probably maybe even headlining something bigger like the Pabst or mm-hmm. Riverside. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, may, well, especially now. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. You know. Uh, but I, I did really appreciate the, the jokes he had about how his one hand had its own life and was ordering stuff and, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody definitely uses his disability to his advantage in his acts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for the last performance of the finals, they brought the Northwell nurses out. I'm assuming that the producers or the judges were, were trying to kind of juice the voting a little bit. Kind of, kind of you know, push it. Push a, I'm not... Listen... For all you motherfuckers online. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Here we go. Where did this come from? <laughs> the aggressiveness this, just went up the level. This show, like every other game show on, on TV, is not rigged. It cannot be rigged. If it is rigged, we're talking real jail time and massive amount of fines for a lot of people. Yeah. The federal government controls things like that. If you if you rig a game show and you get caught, it's not just getting your show canceled or fined. You're talking real, you know, jail time. Mm-hmm. So it's not, you know, it's not rigged. So just stop it. Stop saying <laughs> it's rigged. There are things the producers can do to kind of massage to get the results that they want, mm-hmm. like putting the nurses last by giving the. Um, the bumpers that they do a little bit more airtime mm-hmm. by you know maybe putting them in the the commercials a little bit more you know you know but they they cannot control the votes wow. they cannot it's people I mean ultimately if it's a game show well even like Jeopardy like you know if you go back there's a great movie that was made 
late 90s, early 2000s called Quiz Show about a massive game show scandal from the 50s or 60s where um, the producers were like giving this guy the answers beforehand and he was just and that he got caught and it was it was bad i mean it it almost ended tv game shows it was such a scandal and there there are laws about it so stop saying it's rigged it's not <laughs> yeah just because you didn't like the outcome doesn't mean it's rigged <laughs> <laughs> damn internet people i mean i well we'll get there okay so i wrote that there was um a bunch of nonsense happened in the live, like, because it was, they, they, they just, they brought out, you know, I, like you said, the George Lopez with Gina Brion thing. I only watched about half of that live episode, the fun, the results show, but the thing, I, I did like Aiden Bryant and the Taekwondo demo team. I thought they were good together. Yeah. Like, watching him do his stuff as they're doing theirs. Mm. I thought that was highly entertaining, and then the Bishop Briggs and Brooke Simpson singing uh, White Flag together. Which I, I was, was like, that... I could see them doing that in, like, a future tour. Right. And I thought it was really weird. That she just sang? That she had done that that her final performance. Like, you would have thought they would have been, like, can we do another song for, like, the the finale? Like, yeah. not the song you literally just did less than 24 <laughs> hours ago. But whatever. I mean, it was... I thought those two together was a good performance. And then the Brian and Lopez, that was just... That was stupid. Yeah. That was just bad. <laughs> It wasn't funny. Yeah. And, not, and then the rest of it, I... Yeah, I didn't even write down what was happening. I just wrote a bunch, I go of, sleep. Non, bunch of nonsense. All right, so we had the the voting to get to the top five. Uh-huh. Josh Blue versus Gina Brion. So right out the gate, I'm a little shocked. Yeah. Because I thought for sure both of those were top five. Yeah. Um not the wrong choice in that scenario um especially given how justin presented her semifinals performance or her final yeah i thought it just came up flat uh jimmy harrod versus leah kyle i you know as much as leah kyle winning this uh, the the vote was a surprise from the semifinals i thought her beating jimmy harrod was kind of a surprise I thought that based off of what I'd been reading on the internet, he was such a favorite, but I, I wasn't mad about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, uh-huh. I would have rather have... See, that's where I think Gina Brion should have been in over Leah Kyle, because I don't have a problem with any of the way the rest of these the votes went. Um, Aiden Bryant versus World Taekwondo. I mean, I mean, I had said his performance was probably the winning performance of the night so not wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> um victory brinker versus brooke simpson dude i was so nervous <laughs> i was like <laughs> one of these two i would absolutely watch again one of these two might make me never watch this show again <laughs> glad it went the right way <laughs> yeah. yeah so uh brooke simpson and then northwell nurses versus dustin develop when i well i didn't watch any of that but when I was watching some of the other stuff, I was like, you know, if the nurse choir wins this whole thing, I, w- I might have just been done. Yep. <laughs> it, for me, it was down to, if any of, of, there's eight possible winners here that I'm like, eh. You know, there's one or two that I'm good with. There are two that make me stop watching this show. <laughs> but one of them just went home. 
<laughs> this is the other one. Yeah. So I was really happy to see that Dustin DeVello went beat the Northwell Nurses. Because it may... See, this is what happens every year with AGT. There's an act that the judges, for whatever reason, absolutely love. That everybody, at least in my house, is like, eh. Or it's not that good. Stop it. And years past, it was light balance or whatever those stupid light dancers are always are every mm-hmm. year that we thankfully didn't have this year. Yeah. Um, more normally it's them. And we're like, we don't get it. Like maybe if we saw it live, mm-hmm. like we'd be like, Oh my goodness, they are so good. But you know, they always get to the finals and then they don't make it to the top five because America finally was like, yeah, I mean, you're cool, but you're not that cool. Yeah. And I think that's what happened with Victory Brinker. I think that's what happened with Jamie Harrod. I think that's happened with Northwell nurses. Like, it was kind of like, eh. Mine's always like, would I pay money to see these? That's the level I go with. Mm-hmm. Would you pay money to go see the Nurse Choir? Probably not. Victory Brinker? I don't think so. No. So, we're now down to the top five, where they don't go against each other anymore. It's now just the, they say, who's number five? Number five was Leah Kyle. Yeah. Not surprising. Seems right. Mm-hmm. Number four, Brooke Simpson. Not necessarily where I would have put her, but... I, you know, I'm not mad. I, I mean, that seems right. Yeah. Uh, this is where we start to fall apart a little bit. Okay. All right. Josh Blue finishing third. Yeah. I thought he should have finished first or second. Okay. Aiden Bryant fish, finishing second. I thought he should have been first or second. Mm-hmm. I do, based solely off of the performances from the finals mm-hmm. or from the finale... Going into that night, I thought Dustin DeVello was one of the weakest of all ten of them. Okay. So for him to win off of that performance, mm-hmm. I understand why the internet, particularly the subreddit on AGT, is really angry about him winning. Okay. I didn't even know that. Oh, they're, <laughs> they're furious. <laughs> I, I would not recommend going to that, cess- <laughs> that cesspool. Um, all right. We wasted our time watching this show. He's so bad. Like, listen, I'm not really upset that he won. Mm -hmm. Um, It is kind of disappointing considering how much better Aiden Bryant was. Like, I mean, even if... Because you you said you kind of liked Dustin DeVella's performance. Yeah, I saw some slip-ups, but I I Uh, did enjoy it. Mm -hmm. But I would say, I mean, because for me, I, I think you should vote, like I said earlier, on the performance of the night, not necessarily over the whole season. Mm hmm and I think based on that, and well, I mean, if you do even do the whole season, Aiden Bryant started good and got better mm-hmm. every week. Yeah. He, you know, so I would have been, like, I wouldn't have been mad if Josh Blue had won, but at the same time, it kind of would have been, uh, you know, I would have had a whole thing about, like, he was a professional established comedian. Did mm-hmm. he deserve to, to win? Where Aiden Bryant was a, you know, I mean, at least Aiden Bryant won a car because the top two got a car. Oh, there you go. But yes. at the same time, it's like, I think he maybe deserved to win. Like, Yeah. But I also feel like um, the second he got off the stage, the producer handed him the phone and went, uh, Cirque du Soleil is on line one. <laughs> uh, here's, here's a number. Call them. You got a job. Yeah, I'm sure he's going to be okay. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. Um, and... They said he was uh, from a particular place in Virginia that's not too far away from my parents live. Oh. Um, 
I am vaguely aware of that side of town. Hmm. That side of town ain't hurting. <laughs> that, that, that side of town, a little bit, a little bit higher up. I see. Not saying he is. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know anything about him personally or or what family he's coming from. But I'm just but saying the, the area. That is. area, kind of like uh like Brookfield. Ah. Okay. Right. Okay. Maybe. So, Maybe not as as populated, okay, and maybe maybe not as, as you know like not high level of stores and whatnot around it, but mm-hmm. you know the general they're, they're doing okay for themselves. Yeah, there. they're doing okay for okay. themselves. Yeah. Should we try to get him on the show? Absolutely. All right. Ah. Um, other than the nurses, I don't think I'd have a problem with anybody on. The, well, I <laughs> wouldn't. I wouldn't want to interview Victory Brinker. Uh, one because I've said some pretty uh, mean things about her. Yeah. Sure, about a nine year old. But I don't want to interview a nine-year-old on this show. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I feel like that <laughs> puts us in a. I, f- I feel like that puts us on a list. Yeah, there's gonna be some red flags coming. <laughs> there, there, on. there will be a list that we'd get put on that I don't feel comfortable being on. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, you know, if any of those guys wanted to come on the show and talk about it, what about uh, that guy that dressed like the animals? Oh, Sethward. Yeah. Sethward. Would you interview him? He's got to talk like a normal guy. Okay. Uh, you and I talked about this. I thought we talked about it on an episode. I once think before, we did. Where I, I don't know. I mean, if if we could line it up, I would not. I wouldn't be like, I'm just not coming that week. <laughs> yeah. But he would need to understand. There's a good chance mm-hmm. it might be a combative interview. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hope he's ready for that. <laughs> The one thing I did notice that, like, with Dustin DeVello winning, he was one of the uh, PCR golden buzzers. Okay. We did give him the golden buzzer. Oh, my God. Wow. For Our us. geniuses. Aiden Bryant didn't get anything, and then Josh Blue was my golden buzzer. Okay. So, we did at least, when he did his first show, we gave him our golden buzzer. Well, okay. did you notice that... Um, Over Aiden oh, Bryant, because that, that was the same episode. That was episode um, one. I believe. Do you have the top five written down still? Nope. But, I, but we can remember. It was... Leah. Okay. Leah Kyle was five. So the highest golden buzzer of the season was five. Yeah. Like every other golden buzzer got eliminated in the, in you know, five through, or six through ten. And then, you know, number five was like, we're like, oh, we got all the golden buzzers but one. Number five, got the rest of them. Ha! <laughs> yeah, I know. Listening back to, or listening to Media Pot Smash that day before I watched that, and we were talking about conspiracy theories, I was like, how many of these are going to be golden buzzer? What is the percentage of golden buzzers that end up in the top three or win it? Um, there's... And then I never like, did that research. <laughs> I, know, I know Grace Vanderwall one had gotten the, the golden buzzer. And then she ended up winning it all. I think Cody Lee got the golden buzzer and won it all. But overall, I think most winners are not golden buzzers. Um, my, like overall, I mean, I still love the show. Uh, I still, I you know, and because the nurses didn't win, I'll watch it next year and we'll do we'll do this recap again next season. Um, uh, there potentially is going to be something called AGT Extreme this winter. Oh, so we might we. We what? might we might have a, a, a reprieve and not having content. <laughs> what is what is that? I assume it's going to be a lot of just like the danger acts. Like, okay, winter like sports. I don't, I don't know if they're going to bring 
previous Danger X back, or they only are doing auditions for Danger X. Okay. Uh, I I have not heard a lot about it. I've just heard that it's it's happening. Okay. Um. So uh, I think they're doing that this year instead of AGT Champions, where they you know they bring in all the champions from around the world. Mm-hmm. Um. Where was I going with this? Nobody knows but you. Okay, there's, there's they're talking about. But yeah, I thought it was weird that we actually we gave him the golden buzzer. Yeah. For him. Over oh. over Aiden Bryant. That was that's episode one. Oh wow. We're smart. <laughs> okay. I remember now what I was I was gonna say. I hope that next season we get the judge cut rounds back because mm-hmm. there won't be Olympics next year. Um and so that, you know, couple weeks of judge cuts. Um or maybe cut the auditions down by a week or two. Because I think well, one, it made the Golden Buzzer this season completely pointless. I mean, they made the Golden Buzzer completely pointless when they did, like, the five-way Golden Buzzer for Victory Brinker. Mm-hmm. I mean, but... Um, the hatred is real yeah, for that really one. hate that kid. <laughs> I don't hate the kid, I just hate the act. Um, well, we're just the kid. I'm fine with it. It makes it sound <laughs> I'm, like... I'm fine with the hatred, let's move on. <laughs> and it makes it sound like I hate kids. I don't hate kids. Just no. that one. Just that one in particular. <laughs> <laughs> um, and all the other kid acts that have been on the show. But the... the um, Not having the judge cuts, I think, really hurt the show. Because basically it gave everybody a golden buzzer. Mm-hmm. Like, basically everybody went right from the auditions to the live rounds. So, like, having the golden buzzer wasn't really special. Mm-hmm. Like, because everybody got it. Um... But I think we had a lot of acts maybe even make it to the semifinals that wouldn't have made it into the live rounds at all had there been that second audition. Yeah. You know, like the one act that we really came down on, the uh, the octopus people. Oh, the... Was that the singer? Yeah, the, like, the, the, the wannabe funk band. Um... Like, they were really funny. Um, uh, Johnny Showcase. Yeah, Johnny Showcase. I feel like that guy would have not... The, the whole act wouldn't have made it past the judge cuts. Because, like, the first time you see him, it's new, it's unusual, it is kind of fun. And then the second time, it was like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I wonder if, like, some of the acts that was in the wild card that was on Peacock would have been just straight to the lives rather than have this Johnny Showcase make it onto the live show because, like, he really wasted a space for somebody who probably should have been there. Mm-hmm. Same with probably Seth Ward. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. They might have been putting him to the lives just to, like, stop him from coming back. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> you can say the same with even uh, Keith Apicary. Yep. Yeah. Another one that wouldn't have made it. Yeah. That's true. You know, the... the Curtis family C notes or whatever they were. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they they clearly have some sour grapes because they've been all over Reddit and some other places, Instagram I think, uh, trying to say that the producers set them up. Oh. Um, but they're they you know they're trying to say that like they because uh, that remember when Simon like when they got they said hey you know maybe the kids should pick the song not the parents. Yeah. And and the kids jumped all over social media saying that the parents didn't pick the song the producers forced them to do that song and blah mm. and it's like no 
you guys went to them with a list of songs that they didn't have clearance for Mm -hmm. and said, you can't do those songs, pick another one. And then finally you guys just went, okay, fine, we'll do this one. Uh, And you gave a lackluster performance with it. mm -hmm. You didn't try to do anything with it. You just kind of went through the motions and it got you sent home. Yeah. You know, you know. So maybe you don't pick songs they don't have clearances for, or understand what that is. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. You know, understand that there are certain artists that will not let you do their songs on a show like that mm-hmm. because they just they don't like they don't allow them to do that. Yeah. You know? Like a couple years ago when uh, somebody got a Paul Simon song, like Simon Cowell took the uh, time to be like, you understand that Paul Simon never gives clearances for this and the fact that he said yes to you mm-hmm. is kind of amazing oh really he actually said that during yeah. the show that's interesting. right he said that yeah. you know during the you know the judge when they yeah. said because you know they said normally we can't like a contestant will be like oh i want to do bridge over troubled water and they're like dude we don't got clearance for that they won't let us <laughs> yeah you know yeah or you know we called their all you know we called management and management said nope, <laughs> but for whatever reason you know he saw the show or it had gotten back about you and he said yes. Wow. You know, so there are are times where there's a for whatever reason you know Bob Dylan thinks super high of himself so he's not gonna let you do a song on America's Got Talent because that would be selling out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then everyone should just do Weird Al songs. He'd be all for it. I bet he'd be like, yeah, go ahead. I'd watch that. Um, Weird yeah. Al's got talent. Oh, yeah, he does. America's got yeah. Weird Al. <laughs> so I, I hope Judge Cuts come back just to to kind of weed out some of the performances, but also to make the a make the golden buzzer worth getting, mm-hmm. and b like some of the acts that I thought were really good in the auditions mm-hmm. that just didn't show back up for a second time. You're like, wait, where was that one? Like that one father and son comedian. Oh yeah. Like that. You That's know, weird. Yeah. Like they just didn't come back. Yeah. Like they just. You're like what happened to them? <laughs> yeah. You know. So. Yeah. That was fun. It was fun re- recapping this show. It was. Um, we'll have to come up with something else until we. Uh, yeah. Until a- AGT Extreme comes back. Yeah. So we'll, We'll have to just start picking uh, either random reality shows to recap, or we'll we'll just you know we'll pick Full House and start doing an <laughs> episode a week. Oh God, it'll be the most wholesome podcast ever. No, we won't do Full House. <laughs> Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Sabrina, I'd watch that. Um. So you know, America, if you are out. About, I mean, I got nothing. I, I, <laughs> if you're a victory brinker, uh, or <laughs> if you do the introduction for the, uh, I guess for what for the uh, for the recap for X amount of weeks, and then the final show, you forget your line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, just one more time. Um, it's it's called. Let me pull it up real fast here. Ooh. Why, why, why now do you have to decide not to work fast? If you can't figure out the name of the podcast you were just on, no, I want to. I want to make. I want to make butch, sure that if you butcher your introduction, you've been doing all. 
All series. Well, I didn't butcher it this time. <laughs> no, I butchered the introduction. You can't oh. remember what you just talked about. Well, I wanted to get the official name. It's the Wrap It Up Podcast. Um, I they are on Buzzsprout.com. Uh, they they do a lot of. He does a lot of interviews. Um, I guess he has a, some live shows that he does throughout the week. Um, so check that out. Um, I'll post the link again. I'll post the link to the actual actual show uh, once that gets posted. Um, right. And and we'll go from there. Hopefully it brings us a new audience, or you know maybe we'll have to in turn have this guy on the show and show <laughs> him show him the insanity that we do. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so check that out. Um, and then just remember, if you completely bungle everything, like Justin <laughs> just said, stupid never walks alone. It's rough. <laughs>